I'm here today with an amazingly creative and naturally talented producer and jazz fusion artist and musical philanthropist who not only gives of herself through her music, but also gives a spotlight to other artists on her social media platforms, Deep Spawn Logic. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Th thank you so much. You make me sound <laughs> extra special. <laughs> you are you are extra special. And those people who are listening today, if they have not heard your music, they need to go out and, and find you the other side. Uh, Midnight Strut. Uh, here I am. Uh, Moon over Shanghai. There's one that you really got to sample because that's a difference. Like listen to all of the music, but you hit that one and it's it's a shock to the system as how creative you actually are. So talk to me about how you started in music because like i mean does it go back to childhood does is there influences from childhood that brought you here or is this something that just came out of the blue and bang deep spawn logic was created from nothing <laughs> um well i i i always loved music i i did from from an early age i always loved music um i'm originally from brooklyn and I just remember the days, like Saturday mornings, my mom had 50 million vinyl records and she'd put them on and she'd, uh, I just remember the smell from the clothes coming through the window. She'd put them out on the clothesline. She'd be cooking dinner. You know, it, it's like, it's just a memory. And then I just remember the sound of music in the house. It would just trail throughout the house of all the records that she had, I own now. Um, so I put them on every now and then just to reminisce. But I just remember loving music from an early age. Now I wasn't um, invested into creating music the way that I do now. Um, that came about when I had some personal losses and my mom who passed in 2019, uh, right before COVID, I had this bout of depression. I fell into a depression. It was just, it wasn't even the personal losses. I had lost friends. My husband had some family members that was lost. And then we were isolated. A few months later, we were isolated in COVID. Right. So it helped my mental any. I couldn't focus. My husband and I loved to sit down and watch movies. And I couldn't sit down for like 10 minutes. And my brain would just go someplace else. So he says to me one day, he's like, look, I need you to come in the studio. He created a studio because his gigs had dried up. So he was trying to get work in to do work from home. And he's like, I just want you to sit and just sit here. He showed me um, a dog program and he showed me a mini keyboard player. He put it on and he's like, I just want you to mess around with it. See what's going on. And he left for the day. And I just remember just like this calm came over me as I was trying to figure everything out. And a few minutes later, I just I just melted. Before I knew it, the day was over. I had created a song. I didn't think it was all that great, but it was something I did. And I couldn't believe that I sat that long and and actually did something. And he comes home and I'm he's listening to it. And he's like, who's here? And I'm like, what do you mean who's here? He's like, no, somebody's here. He's like, who did this? And we have a lot of musician friends. So he thought I had someone come to play a prank on him. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So after creating a couple more songs, he was the one who was just like, he was like, you don't need to ever ask me if you want to come in the studio. He's like, if this is what you want to do, you just tell me you want to come in here and I'll get up or whatever the case may be. So as I continued to do that and he saw what I was creating, he started introducing new instruments, devices that I could create sounds on, you know, sound libraries, all kinds of different things. And my brain just exploded. It just really exploded. So it was just, it's just nice that he supported me in that. So and, and actually not only was it mental healing, but he made me realize that I was, um, gifted with something. And to me, it was all of a sudden because I had never thought about it. So I just thought that because of my the deep depression that I was in, that God just blessed me with something when I needed it most. It was something that I needed to get me up out of that, which it did. It definitely did. Between the good Lord and my husband, that's what <laughs> got me, you know, where I am, you where I am now. So the music that you play, is there anyone else playing on 
the songs that you've put out or is this all from you like you they may have played a piece and then you've taken it and you've adapted it into you but you don't have other artists playing with you do you you do all of this yourself on on a Dawes and on the MIDI and possibly other pieces of equipment now in your studio your studio that your husband uses occasionally (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, for the most part, yes. On a couple songs, um, like Here I Am, I have an extraordinary bassist, Mark Peterson, uh, playing the bass on there. Um, and then my husband, he uh, started playing uh, when Relinquish came out and Smoke. He featured on both of those songs. And now on my new EP, he's featured on all of the songs except for one, which is the spoken word song. He does drums on there. And then I have on the... First song in the EP, I have another incredible artist, uh, Trueborn. He plays guitar, and he's actually playing the guitar in that first song. So I'm slowly starting to incorporate adding other musicians because I want to learn how to incorporate my style, blend it with someone else's style, and come up with a creation. You know, it has been all about me, 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 and what I want to hear and what I want to create, and it allows me to hear what someone else feels from my music. If I give them a piece and they apply something to it, it's like, oh, you took it there. And it's that, oh, I didn't think about it that way. And that's awesome. I'm excited about incorporating more, you know, musicians. In Smoke and where Timestamp Still, there's voice components. I believe Timestamp Still has uh, a poem. Is that you speaking or do you have another artist that's speaking? Oh, that is me. Okay. That's something I that's something I snuck in the studio and did by myself one day and my husband because <laughs> I didn't know how it was going to turn out. So I'm like, I'm not gonna embarrass myself. If it don't work, I'll just put it in the recite in the trash and <laughs> act like I never did it. No, I, I did it because from the time I started creating music, I said that I created music that um where time stands still just for a moment. You know, I just feel like music should take you to a destination and shouldn't let you go until the song is done. There was always like a tagline of mine. So I actually just did a spoken word about it. This way, when people hear my music, my listeners know so the song will resonate with them. But people who haven't heard my music, at least they know the purpose and the mission behind my music, what I want you to get from my music. That means a lot to me because it's for the people that listen to my music. I would really be curious to know if you're thinking, if that's a plan that's down the road that you're starting to think about, "Mm, maybe I can incorporate some more spoken word artists. Maybe I can incorporate some more other kinds of artists that, like I I had mentioned before with Moon Over Shanghai, something that's a shock, a difference, a a, a twist uh, that anyone would hear you yourself it resonates with but anybody listening would say wow i never thought i would hear these things together the way that you put them together so is that something that's coming down the down the road for you um i i would hope so because i i will tell you now what happens in my brain when i'm creating music um it's very everything i do is by ear and in my head it's very visual for me so my brain is Carnegie, Carnegie Hall, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not a place that just one genre of a musician comes to, you know, I hear sounds and I, I don't, it's a lot of times I hear it and then I have to look it up and see what this instrument is and, and where did it come from and where did it originate from. It's not that I want to take an instrument from there first. It's just how beautiful the sound is. I want different types of musicians, different types of cultures, different types of, and and they can blend together so beautifully and create another sound other than that one dimension. I would hope to one day incorporate so many other musicians and, and artists and vocalists, you know, singers, spoken word, a lot of things because um, everybody's different and everybody has something to add. It's just a beautiful thing when musicians can get together and it's something about them. I've watched, you know, with my husband being a musician, I've watched them do live music all the time. And it's just something about musicians, good musicians. They don't have to know each other. I have watched them get on stage and act like they've been playing together for like 20 years. 
<laughs> it just comes together so well. So I just, I, I hope for that for my music. I want that for my music. I, you know, what I produce is, is what I want to hear. It's a sound that I create. And I'd love to see that replicated by other musicians and see and, and hear what that sounds like. You have not done stage work yet. All of your work has been production and studio. Have you thought about bringing yourself forward and being front and center on stage, playing music, possibly with an ensemble with you? Have you thought about that? Has that been something in your mind? Have I thought about briefly running across the stage? Yes, I've thought about it all the time. <laughs> I've had horrible stage fright. And I have. I know that I've had that since a young age, because I've tried to do public speaking for other things. And I told you before, I even just started doing interviews. I have a stage fright. It's something I have to get over because um, now they're coming in, you know, back to back. And I'm like, you know what, you need to figure this out and get over it. And what I came to find out actually is that it's not that I, in this particular case, it's not a stage fright kind of thing. It's going back to the story of how I started. It's very personal, it's very deep, and it takes me somewhere. To, so to have to do that again and again and again, it was doing something to me. And I was like, I don't need to do this right now. Getting here with this EP is a part of my mental healing. So it's just a whole circle that I've come to. And it's just like, okay, this is it. You know what I'm saying? This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to move forward with. I just do exactly what I do and I just I just tread the waters lightly and I and I hope people enjoy what it is that I give them. Well I'm absolutely certain that they will because I know I do. Are you getting more comfortable with yourself? Are you getting more confident in the music that you produce? Oh most most definitely. I've come to the fact that I listen to things and I'm just like it I'm in awe. Other people are in awe. I'm in awe myself. I try to make sure that I push myself. I should say that. I push myself because I am my own worst enemy. No one out there can do or say anything that's going to squash me. Me, I second guess myself. Like I second guess myself all the time and I'm learning how to put myself out there. Um, it's just happening with my music where I'm becoming confident from song to song and trying new things and experimenting with new things. So I have become more confident in my music. Um, where I don't have fear. There was a time I had fear of other people and how they perceived what I did. And now, I, and now I'm to the point where I don't because I do it for myself first and foremost and I share it with people. You like it or you don't like it. There's an audience for everything and I embrace the pe my audience. And I do so much different things that I think at some point, if you didn't like this, you're gonna find something in my collection you're gonna like because it's a roller coaster. It goes up, down, in, out, sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think that I make something for everybody. But as far as the confidence and getting on stage, I never say never. It may come. I didn't think I would get to this point. You couldn't tell me a year ago that I'd be at this point. You couldn't tell me five years ago that. that I make creating music and releasing an EP and and having people that enjoy my music. I did that was not in in my picture, right. the picture that I saw. Um, so I just keep going. I keep pushing, and as I keep doing that, my confidence level raises. Do you see anything that's an influence from the past music that's moving you forward? Do you see an actual evolution or is the evolution for you the building of the confidence and the desire to experiment more, to introduce more elements into things where you may even shock yourself, you may even surprise. Like you say, an artist takes it in a new direction. Is mm -hmm. that your, your version of evolution where you're moving in a way that you're allowing others to influence your final product? Oh, most definitely. I'm definitely, um, I'm actually, I was telling my husband the other day, we was having a conversation about how hungry I am to learn more, you know? And so I'm actually glad that I've come to the point of releasing this EP. I have a couple more I'm going to release, and then I'm just going to take a, a break. And because I want to learn more about music producing, I want to learn more about what I'm doing, because like I said, what I do is I've gone in myself, I've figured things out, I do things by ear, but if I want to incorporate having other musicians and, you know, having other artists, um, I, I would like to be able to speak on their level. <laughs> I would like to be able to know 
more things. And I would like to be able to experiment with other instruments and learn them and incorporate that into my music also. So it's it's more now it's getting to the point of more of a I want to stop this because I have a hunger to learn more than what I'm doing right now. And that hunger is so much that I don't feel the need right now, not saying I won't do it again, to to create, create, create. Because in one point, as you can see for the past year and a half, that's where my brain has been, to create, create, create. And now I have no problems saying I'm I'm, I'm okay. I'm just, I want to slow down for a little bit so I can absorb some more. You know, because I don't like to be stagnant. I don't want my music to just stay on one level. I have so many other dimensions to go to. And if, like I said, if I want to bring people in, there's so much more that I, I want to learn and I have to learn. You said you wanted to learn instruments. Are you actually considering playing instruments, learning how to play other instruments? Or are you just wanting an understanding of how they, how their music is produced and how that can be incorporated? Which way are we going with that one? Um, both, uh, both. I have a, I'd like to have an understanding of, of, you know, th- luckily I have, because of my husband, we have friends that are, are musicians of all different types of musicians. So I'm able to ask them questions and ask them about their creations and how they create music. What does this thing do? And they, they'll show me some things and I'm like, oh, so I'm fascinated by that, but I'm also fascinating about learning it myself to take it to another level of, um, creating my own sound because sometimes if there's a sound I want to hear and I can't create it myself and I have to find it, if I knew how to create it, I would just go ahead and do it, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's just like, as opposed to going to find it. So <laughs> it's, it's just a part of my growth. I don't think that it would be right to receive a gift the way that I, that I have and, and not make it grow and not do everything that I can possibly do with it. Because like the movie, The Bronx Tale, you know, Robert De Niro says the worst thing is wasted talent. You're gifted with something and you're blessed with something and you should use it and you should make it grow and make it flourish. And and that's what I want to do. I don't want to disappoint God. I don't want to disappoint my lost loved ones that they're looking down on me and wanting the best for me. And I wish they were here to see it to hear their response. And, but being that they're not, I'm going to make sure that this explodes so that I know exactly what their response is. <laughs> so it's just, it, it definitely, definitely means a lot to me. Well, those are, those are words of wisdom that anybody can use. I understand you have the, the EPs that are coming in 2024. That's a double release of have some and have some more. Is that not correct? Yes. definitely looking forward to those is this the closing piece for you is this where you're going to put pause and do your learning process yes yes after those two eps is where i'll put pause because i um with this upcoming ep when one door closes that's basically me putting um my grief and pain to the side and closing the door on my grief and my pain and my depression because it held me back from pushing myself forward since I started creating music and doing my release. I don't regret it. It allowed me to take my time, but I can't keep allowing pain and grief to uh, weigh me down. So that EP is putting that to the side. Um, Have Some and Have Some More is uh, a funkier version of the stuff that I do. (laughs) Um, I named it that because my sound engineer, when he first heard my music, he said it was like I was serving people. So I was saying, have some, you know, (laughs) so So that's that's why I named the EPs that and you'll get like a more funkier version of of what I love to do. So your sound engineer, I know that he gives you feedback and he gives you honest feedback. We've had that conversation where you were talking about that. The other people in your life, your husband and your sound engineer and it, anyone else that will listen to you and say, hey, have you thought about, have you have you considered, you know, is, is there are people that do this with you that or is it all done up here in your head? Uh, most of it is done up here. <laughs> but I said, we have friends that are musicians and if I'm so particular about my music and I want to make sure that it, it actually... Um, I have a lot of respect for musicians and actual instrument players. So I want to make sure it's as authentic as it can possibly be. So I will send it. If I know my song has a lot of horns, I'll, I'll send it to a saxophone player, a horn player. Just take a listen to this. Make sure it's not, I'm not crossing any lines. Even if I am, I, I teeter on that line. They tell me that all the time. They're just like, eh, eh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, but can it be done? If you had three arms, yeah, we could do it. But it's I I just try to make sure that it's as the music is as exciting and new as possible, slightly crossing that line, but still keeping the respect there. So yes, I do have different musicians listen to my music. Um, they do uh, tell, give me advice on certain things. Um, sometimes I wish they would tell me more, but maybe, maybe there's no more. Sometimes I expect to hear the critiques that I give myself from other, pe- from other people. Um, but a lot of times they'll tell me what I'm doing is great. And then they'll slide me on a path of, well, you can do this and this will happen. You can do that. On the next song that you're creating, try this. So, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a couple people that, that's able to do that for me. That's phenomenal. Uh, so what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given that's driven you forward since the beginning of your, your career in this? And who gave it to you? Once again, my husband and my sound engineer, they both said that you continue to do this as long as it continues to make you happy. Once you're not happy anymore, it, the music's not going to be as good. Right. And, and they love um, my innocence <laughs> you know, because I'm still so new. They shake their head. They're just like, you don't know. You don't understand. And I'm like, well, if I did, then you'd be like, I was cocky, had a big head and an ego. So <laughs> I'm just like, and they say, when you do understand that they're like, I can't imagine where you're going to go. But for right now, they're just like, they, they see, they knew where I was before as far as, you know, my mental state and they see where it's brought me. And the happier I get with creating the music is the better my music gets. So they, they encourage me to stay on that path because they're just like, the more you pull yourself up out of there is the more beautiful than the music is. So that's pretty much it. Keep doing it and let it keep making you happy. So when you're in the process of, of learning, so when released, uh, have some more, and you're in the process of learning, at any point in time, are you going to suddenly say, ah, I need to be happy again? Yeah. Well, you know, the learning will make me happy, too. Because like I said, I'm hungry. I feel it. I, I really do feel it. I feel it every time I open up the screen to create a new song. I'm, I'm just... At this point, I want to put it to the side and I'm like, I want to work on something and learn something. So it's it's more of a hunger. So I think that's going to make me happy. And I'll be even happier when I take those skills and tools that I've learned to apply that to the mu- new music. So it is a, a upward escalation to happiness that I that I want to be in and, and creating the music that I want to make. So it, I don't think it'll ever be I'm not happy while I'm learning and then I want to be happy again to create <laughs> music because I'm not being forced to learn it's, it's just it's a natural hunger that's there so right. I want to, I, I really can't wait to I'm like really eager as excited as I am about these EPs I'm really eager to get to that point that's phenomenal. So you're not seeing that the, that part of the learning process is going to be that experimentation process, you know, a, a process of learning by doing where somebody will say, try these things. These are the things that will make these sounds. And you're in your head going, I need to hear this. I need to go and sit down and produce. And and maybe an EP comes out of nowhere called the experiment where you're essentially taking stuff you've learned and you're experimenting and you go and then we get the experiment. And, OK, we know where she's headed. This is going through the roof. This is phenomenal stuff. I'm just I'm I'm. I'm throwing things out there because I know I'm just listening to some of the experimentation that you do. If you start to learn things, I have a feeling in here that you're going to want to sit down and try it and say, okay, I'm learning all this stuff, but I need to try this. I need to feel this. This needs to resonate inside me as much as my brain is expanding. I need to feel it. I need to put it out and see what happens with it. I mean, I think, I think I will get excited about stuff. I'm hoping, I don't know what's going to happen because I already, you know, now I'll hear a sound and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. And I'll stop what I'm doing. I could be in the middle of another song and I'll stop what I'm doing to try and implement that into another song and get it somewhere. And then I'll leave it because I'm like, okay, now I started something with that. I'll come back to it later. I find I might do that more. I might um, get excited about something and just start something enough to be able to place it to the side and then come back to it because that's the only way to get the excitement out of me to move on. I see myself doing that. It's going to be a more of a discipline thing. I have to, everything can't be willy nilly all the time. (laughs) 
So it has to be a way that I discipline myself that to know, again, my sound and energy, um, Todd, he always says, you have to know when to have certain hats on. Can't wear multiple hats at the same time. So from his end, he tries to teach me something about mixing, you know, and mastering and stuff like that and and sound. And he's like, yeah, you, you when we're doing this, you can't be in the creative side. You can't, you have to take your creative music producing hat off and put your mixing hat on. I'm going to try to apply that when I get into my learning style and, and just know what hat to wear and when to wear it so that I can get the most from that time in that experience. So I don't know if that will happen, me just doing an impromptu song. If I do, I'm definitely going to send it to you first. But, uh, <laughs> but like I said, it's, it's more, I'm so eager to do it. And, and I think that I, I, I want to be able to discipline myself to be able to fo- now focus on different elements. Yes, I'll have my learning hat on. If I want to throw something in that creativity hat, I might throw it on just to implement that one thing. But I have to know when to put my learning hat back on and say, sit this to the side. We'll come back to it. We have more to learn. And I'm hoping that's what happens. With a smile on your face, you don't see it happening. There'll be another (laughs) (laughs) evening. So you're not worried that the learning is going to take you in a direction of uh, a tuxedo standing in Carnegie Hall directing or conducting an entire orchestra. (laughs) Yes, I have now become the conductor, the very serious. And yeah, that's not where you're headed now. You're not worried about that. You know, like I said, the music surprises me. I, I am surprised along with everybody else. I am so thankful and so humbled all the time because it surprises me. So God only knows where the music is going to go. I'm not going to stop it from going wherever it's going to go. I just leave it open. My mind is open to absorb any, not anything, but everything that I, you know, I want to learn. Anything, Um, anything. Anything. And just take in as much as I can. I just turned 50 this year. I feel like I, I spent a whole lifetime trying to figure out what my purpose was. Everybody, yeah, you have your job, you know, you're working and this, that, and the other, but do you have something that truly makes you happy? And to find it at 50, yes, it's still a young age, but you're still less than halfway to the ending point. So at this point, I'm going to make the best out of this, the most that I can. I'm very, very grateful and, and very happy to be to be here doing this. There's a secondary path that you're on, and I do want to talk to you about it. And that is your philanthropy, your musical philanthropy that you, you, you very, very shyly go, no, I'm not doing very much of anything. But you actually do artist spotlights. You're helping other artists get their work out there to show them off, to showcase them. Talk to me about where this started, why this started, and how you do this, how how well it's received, and, and, and what you do to get yourself involved in this. I want to know about this aspect. Okay, well, I get shy about it because I can't believe you used the word philanthropy. <laughs> okay, a $1 word, big $1 word. It's Artist Spotlight Sunday was something I started uh, January of 2023. And I never had, I kind of had an idea about what struggles of a musician, you know, from what my husband goes through. Um, But it was never from this end. His end, he's a gig musician. He does a lot of gigs, stuff like that. Um, Does a lot of live events, but he wasn't on this side of recording and releasing music. So I never really knew what was going on on that side. Um, so once I started releasing music and, and like I said before, this is a passion of mine. It's something I just share with other people. I'm not looking to make a living off of it. Oh, I'm going to blow up and make all this money. That's not the case at all. But when I saw what was trickling in, I was just like, what, what's happening here? You know, (laughs) I'm just like, you know, so I'm calculating this as a new artist and I'm like, well, if I'm getting this as a new artist, even the people that's been here, the people who have music that's bigger than mine and have thousands of streams, they're still not getting anything. It's a problem bigger than me or something that I can find a solution for. Um, so my thing is to to be able to, to put the independent artists out there just a little bit more. Everybody, you know, there's all kinds of platforms doing interviews and podcasts. I chose to do something a little different, which is a video biography, um, because I want the listeners to hear the story of the artist and actually see the artist. I mean, it's, it's a, I just tried to find a unique path than someone just staring in our faces, you know, 
So I figured the video biography of, of seeing these musicians in their element be nice, um, along with a narration telling their story. I try to uh, implement things that you don't necessarily see on their website or in their current biographies. I like to start from the beginning because my story doesn't start from the beginning from early age. So it amazes me when people knew from, from early, early that this was something that they wanted to do. And there's, I have a few artists that just like me, they started out later in life. So I just want to focus the attention and shine the light on them. Um, so people can hear their music and discover new artists. You know, these, these independent artists are your neighbors. Believe it or not, they live right next door to you. And there you see them leave in the morning for work, come back home. But on a Saturday, they got their music that they're working on and they're struggling and they're trying to get it heard. Listen to their music. You will find that it's better than what you hear on mainstream radio. It's better because they have a passion. It's the, they're giving you their soul. They're giving, and there's something about anyone who can give your their soul, whether it's a musician, a painter, or any the artist gives you a piece of them. And for you not to uh, give them something back for everything that they've given. It's, it's just a shame. So I just hope to push them out just a little bit more. Artist Spotlight Sunday also have, we have two playlists on, uh, one on Spotify, one on YouTube. So there's uh, music from the Spotlight artists on there. I, th that's just my thing. I, I don't cons consider it, you know, make me say it again, a philanthropy thing. It's just my part in doing something and, and just helping just a little bit. Since I started this, I've had so many people that have been in my corner, people I didn't even know. They friended me on Facebook, and now some of them I talk to every other day and <laughs> messaging, you know. <laughs> and they've, they've supported me, and they, they've um, given me advice, and they've pushed me, and they've um, elevated me. So it would only do me justice to do that, pass that on, and do it for someone else. That's what Artist Spotlight is. It'll start back up in January. It's on pause right now, um, but because we'll, I have to make some changes, it has grown. Um, so we'll start again in January with some new spotlights. Um, not going to do it every week anymore. I'm going to do it every other week. And then in between, I'd like to start uh, Lights of the Future, where I'm going to have uh, young kids that have talents. I've been seeing so many of them. <laughs> I've been seeing so many of them. So I'd like to be able to do features um, called Lights of the Future. Um, so you'll, you'll see that maybe once or twice a month. But yeah, I'm trying to add some you know different elements and um, give artists a place to be able to network and um, and elevate each other and motivate each other. It's not a competition, you know, we're all there to just um, just absorb each other's warmth and just push each other. It's a big world. So it's no need to compete. We just need to help each other get where we want to go. See, that's that's why I call it philanthropy. That's why I say that this is <laughs> phenomenal work that you're doing outside of the phenomenal music that you produce. This is something that's worth talking about. Can you share with me the site, the either the one site or if there are multiples? Do it slowly. Um, we I don't think we can put text across the bottom. So to allow people that are listening to be able to go to these sites and actually listen to the artists or if they're artists to be able to reach out to you at the site and say, hey, I've got something maybe you'd like to listen to. So can you can you share the site locations? Artist Spotlight Sunday with Deep Spawn Logic is on uh, has its own YouTube channel. Um, that's where the main video is uploaded. So you will find all of the videos for all of the spotlights since it started. Okay. Uh, uh, after that, I have uh, Facebook and, and they both have Facebook and Instagram pages under Artist Spotlight Sunday with yeah. Deep Spawn Logic, um, and then the YouTube. Um, and Spotify playlist is Artist Spotlight Favorite Picks on YouTube and Spotify. So please go there and, and check out these fabulous artists and listen to their stories. Um, if there's independent artists out there that like to be featured in a spotlight, I just ask that you send, uh, if you have artist pages, if you have links, uh, websites, I understand that there are new artists. I have done spotlights on new artists. If you just have one release and no bio and it's good, we can figure out something to do a feature and, and push you along, you know, and get some people. We have so many spotlight artists that are just awesome people. So don't let that deter you from, from wanting a feature just because you're new. So you can send all of that information to artistspotlightsunday at gmail.com. 
Fantastic, fantastic. Who knows? Maybe you're going to start doing interviews like this with everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Just you run across the screen. Hi. (laughs) Look, I just started posting my picture on the video biography. I just implemented my picture on there. So it's baby steps, small baby steps. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sometimes you have to jump in feet first. Like this interview, you've jumped in feet first because my understanding is is that uh, some other radio interviews you've done, you've actually just hung up. Sorry, can't talk. I'm really nervous. Really, I just can't. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm honored that you've stayed on and not hung up on me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes, let me tell you, the fright is real. It is definitely real. No, I have definitely come to a point um, in what I'm doing. And that that just shows me being more comfortable in what I do when being able to talk about it and just being in a, in a good, I, I feel safe now. You know, before I just felt like I was putting myself out there for the for the vultures to come down and peck at me, you know, <laughs> you know? But, but now I feel good and I, I don't I don't have a problem talking about what I do and my story and how it got here. So, yeah, the past month I've been taking interviews and, and doing them and it's, it's surprising to me because they just started coming in. So. Not that they were coming in before, but this past month, it was just like back to back to back. And I'm just like, this is telling me something. So let me just get over yourself and just just do it. Talk to the people. (laughs) So yeah, this is me presenting myself and no, I'm not hanging up on This interview, I feel like we've talked a lot about your music and how you develop and how you've worked through it. And the fact that like I say, when you listen to the pieces that you've produced, it feels like you've been doing this for decades. It does not feel like you've been doing it for three years. I don't believe it. Um, before we started the interview, I said that um, people are going to see the name Deep Spawn Logic and assume that you're AI. To produce music like this, are you real? So, you know, when they see you now, they're going to say, okay, she's real, I think. You know, you'll you'll get this. The skeptics will be looking at the digitization. <laughs> don't pull your face off now don't do that <laughs> because i i honestly honestly say the quality of your music shows that this is a gift it shows it because it's not it's not something you listen to the first now here's the funny thing we talked about it before people will think the other side is your first piece that you put out <laughs> but it isn't because the third piece that you put out here I am, it's actually written and and began the production of it before the other side. Yes. So if you're an aficionado, listen to those pieces, listen to the other side and Midnight Strut and Here I Am in that order, knowing that when you get to Here I Am, that was actually produced before. And when you hear it, it almost sounds like there's an evolution. It doesn't sound like, oh, I've stepped backwards to something before, which means that you, when you did Here I Am, you were in a state of mind that was more confident than you were the other side was more how do you put that it's it's production piece it's it's you're you're bowing giving concession to the generic music types and saying this will be safer this this is an easier and then here i am comes and you go oh it's an evolution of spirit it's a kind of a let's let go when in fact that was done initially as a yeah i'm just gonna do stuff when you think of it that way when you listen to it that way you realize Wow, that was the level of talent before you got production minded. And then you put it in after the fact because you kind of went, you know what? It actually fits here because this is where I'm letting go of this need to to kowtow to the industry. And I'm going to do what I do, do what makes me feel good, do it, as you say, makes me happy. Because yeah. that when you get to here I am, you hear happy. You hear this kind of, ah, I'm just going to do. And then you get you know, moon over Shanghai, and it's, okay, <laughs> now she's not only happy, she's just going, she's taking places, you know, the industry, let's just, let's just do music, let's just do what makes it right, right? Yeah, well, if you see the, um, the ones you're talking about, so here I am, moon over Shanghai, um, what was another one, was it mood? Yeah. Um, um, 
Am I forgetting all of the, the, okay, so those three, if you notice, they're also called vault releases, okay? So here I am, yes, was created before the other side. I got to the point that I wanted to create a song, but I didn't know if people would accept Here I Am as the first song. <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't know. And being new and in doing what I do, I was just like, what is the safest path for me to release a song. I don't want people hurting me too bad. You know, I could take a couple blows, but I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> the other side was created. It was a safer song for me to put out. It was a song at that point of my skill level. I was happy with it from beginning to end. I felt it was safe. I felt it was a song that people would enjoy in the smooth jazz, you know, genre. Um, so I was like, let me do that. And then um, people were like, you know, with the follow-up. And I was like, oh gosh, now I have to make a follow-up to the other side, to the other side. So that was Midnight Strut. And then I was just like, but I got other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I started calling those Walt releases so that you understood that these were songs that yes, they were someplace else. They were, they're gonna take you someplace else. You're gonna go for a ride. It's a different, you know, section of music. So I came out with a little safe and I'm like, okay, so I'm not gonna, this is here if you wanna touch it, if you wanna listen. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like it, <laughs> but let's try to separate. And then, um, I think I got more comfortable with my audience knowing who I was as an artist right. and knowing to expect different things from me. So then I stopped putting vault release on, on the title. It, they just became my songs. This right. is, this is what I'm releasing right now. Here you go. So I don't find it necessary to be on the safe level anymore, but um, that's why you hear that drastic change. If I, when I look back, I, I kind of wish I would have came out with here I am. That would have been, you know, the thing to do. But um, I, I, like I said, mentally, I was still someplace else and I wasn't ready to just do that part. Um, so I, I just followed the path that I was comfortable on. Came out okay. It works. It worked. Hindsight is twenty twenty. It is what it is. But I'm glad that at this point, people who listen to my music know what I do. Um, they know who I am. They know not to expect anything from the next release. Just hear it when it comes. <laughs> anybody who's anybody who listens to the jazz knows Take Five. All of his music, you'll know, you can kind of go, okay, isn't that Dave Brubeck? Isn't that, you're not quite sure. But as soon as you hear that, that's him. It's like, it's an iconic piece that defines that's him. For you, it's, if you like a piece, that's the piece. Listen to the rest of it. You may find something else that resonates with you. You've mentioned the ones that are in the vault. And then I listen to the others and I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Because you have mood, but you have Urban Jungle before mood. And Urban Jungle wasn't a vault release. And yet the two of those are so, you know, one's on the map over here and one's on the map over here, that how can you say that's a vault when this one you could easily have said was also in a vault? Well, that's when I started getting comfortable with being putting whatever out, even though I still named Mood as a vault release. The one thing that I love the most is that people see my journey and they they see me learning they see where I where I'm getting comfortable in my craft. And that's important to me. It's one of those things where it's just like, I just want every song to be iconic. I want every song to have my name to it. I want, there, there, are, there are artists out there that I don't care. You could just be driving on the road and you'll hear the song and you'd be like, oh, that's such and such new song. Yeah. There's no question. You're not like, is that? No, that's such and such new song. I didn't even know they had a new song. Yeah. You know, they, they their sound is so distinct that you know it's theirs. I always want, love it or hate it, I always want you to know it belongs to me. It's mine, I created it, I own it. Like I said, there's something out there for everyone and every piece that you love, that you get, it's gonna be, I want it to be iconic. I want it to be that song for you. You know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? So um, so yes, you you are right. I, I do want it to be that way as opposed to having just one song that's, oh, that's Deep Spawn Logic, and then she has the rest of these songs. No, yeah. I want you to be blown away because um, someone asked me before when I first started releasing music and they were coming out so quickly, 
And they were just like, why don't you even give your your songs a chance to to take off or be promoted or whatever, whatever the case may be? And I said, because I, my path is different, one. I, my purpose is different. So with that, I want that when a new listener comes, they're not, there's not just one song sitting there for you to hear. You know what I'm saying? If I got a new listener today and the other side is still sitting there, <laughs> you know, I want that my new listeners, they they come in and they can go to experience Deep Small Logic on YouTube and, and just be in an, in an experience. I want it to be an experience. I want you to get lost in there. And then when you come out, you're like, oh, my gosh. It's all in the experience. It's supposed. It's it, it's an. Ex, I want it to be an experience for the listeners and for an audience, and and for you to allow it to take you somewhere other than being in everyday life. Just take a minute and and go someplace with me, and and I guarantee you'll enjoy it. Absolutely, I I already have what I'm looking forward to, and this is something that sort of fits with both of your paths. Is for you to introduce artists that people will know you. And who's that? So I'm looking forward to that with you because I know you've spoken about it. I want to see it happen. Although you may go, no, nah, I'm on a different path. Ah, forget that. I'm not having anybody else on my records anymore. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I never say never. I never say never. That's the one that was my, uh, two quotes my mom always had. Never say never. And everything happens for a reason. Ah. So. <laughs> Your mom and my mom were the same person, I think. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, those are the so I never say never, especially now, because I never know what's coming. What I, I just don't know. I'm just I'm just excited about what's coming. But just like everybody else, I don't know. You know, I just I just do what I do in the moment and I hope everyone enjoys it. Well, for everybody to enjoy right now, here is the impressive talent that is Deep Spawn Logic with Going Home.
I want to thank you. I definitely want to thank you for this. I hope we get to speak again. I'm looking forward to have some and have some more and possibly the experiment when uh, some way halfway through your learning, you want to throw something out there. <laughs> I, I, I might just do that just for you. Throw something out there just for you. <laughs> I am honored. I'm absolutely honored because I've, I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed listening to the music. You are on my playlist now. So if that's worth anything, I mean, I'm just me. I'm nobody, nobody spectacularly special. But no, I, I appreciate all, everybody that listens to my music. I so appreciate it. I really, really do. And I also hope that people that are listening will go and watch your spotlights and watch your. Uh, I can't remember the early talent, the young talent, the section oh, with lights of the future. The lights of the future. future. Thank you, because yeah. that that's something that ugh, more artists should be doing. More uh, the more famous the larger platform artists should be actually doing spotlights with the young artists with the, as you call them, the lights of the future because it is that is phenomenal because there are young artists there are young people that are trying they go on their own little youtube channel you know and they get hits and people will talk to them but spotlighting them their story and their music just mm -hmm. phenomenal just phenomenal and i'm putting another dollar in your philanthropy is well <laughs> worth speaking about there it goes it's in the jar uh, because I have yet to hear people talking about that aspect. I know a couple of artists that I've spoken to that have, they're helping. They're they're trying to put forward some unknowns or startup artists, but nobody's working with the younger generation. So what you're doing is, bar none, something that needs to happen across the board. So I appreciate you beyond words for the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, I just want said to shine a light on the independent artists, especially the young kids that's coming up. They have so many new ideas, so many different fields, and, and they want to express themselves. And, and you have to give them a platform to be able to do that. Like I said, I'm just there to give a little push and, and shine a light, a little light. And like I say, at the end of my spotlights, when you discover amazing independent artists, you did you when you listen to an amazing independent artist you discover incredible independent music you have to get out there and support these artists they're working hard and they're giving you a big portion of themselves so just get out there and discover them fantastic so thank you thank you so much and again as i say i hope i get to talk to you again because this has been an absolute pleasure of course of course i had a lot of fun <laughs>